Hello, everybody. Welcome back to your daily crypto news. I do hope that you're all doing well and that you're all having a great day. As always, when you leave a comment, when you leave a like, or when you subscribe, all of these things do help out the channel. And without further ado, let's jump right into it. For those of you who were here yesterday, you might remember we were talking and discussing about that Joe Biden was getting ready to sign an executive order to finally regulate cryptocurrencies within the United States. Well, guess what? It has finally happened. Many people in the crypto industry have welcomed President Joe Biden's executive order on crypto. A crypto regulatory expert said it's about as good as we can ask. I mean, that's better than nothing. Another sees the order as the federal government viewing cryptocurrency as a legitimate, serious, and important part of the economy and society. We've had a lot of, I'm not even sure what it was, uh, anxiety from a lot of people in the cryptocurrency space and other crypto YouTubers telling other people to panic over this executive order for whatever reason. We've gone over before, I've told you all many times, if you are not from the states, if you do not currently live in the states, or if you are from and currently live in the states, uh, you understand how America works. If the US government does not like something, it is gone, it is banned, it is evaporated almost immediately. That's really just how the country works. So as we've had for a long time, no indication that there would be any type of a ban within the United States. I'm not sure why people thought that this would result in some type of frenzy or you'll also see later on in the video as well because this is uh there's never as long as i've been doing this channel it, it once it's been since the very end of 2016 making a one or two videos a day uh there's never been a dull day in the space and this is probably one of the weirder ones when it comes down to all the news uh sized up to um Together, U.S. President Joe Biden signed an executive order on Wednesday establishing a national policy for digital assets. The order is the first ever whole of government approach to addressing the risks and harnessing the potential benefits of digital assets and their underlying technology, the White House described. Noting that the order also calls on federal agencies to work together towards the country's crypto policy, the Blockchain Association which has 80 members, wrote, we welcome this approach and are ready to collaborate with agencies on behalf of the industry. This was, of course, the most popular news story of the day. This outshined nearly everything else. Once again, you'll see towards the end of the video exactly what I'm talking about as it'll basically come back full circle. Uh, the overall idea is that this is quite positive. Once again, I'm not sure why so many people were terrified of this before. I understand the idea of regulations may be terrifying for a lot of people, but we knew that this was going to happen. We knew that these were going to take place. We knew that at some point, some president was going to sign something that would regulate cryptocurrencies. However, um, I think it's right here. Yeah, everyone is reacting quite positively to it. The other really interesting part right here that I found quite interesting it says the stock prices of crypto-related companies have jumped as the broader market reacted positively to President Joe Biden's long-awaited executive order requiring U.S. federal agencies to create a regulatory framework for digital assets as well as exploring a future digital dollar. 
I wasn't expecting uh, companies to actually also do well, but it completely makes sense as a number of companies for a very long time have been asking for regulations basically because they have stated to us that allegedly they have tons of investors behind the scenes who are looking to get into the market. However, these investors are afraid of getting into the market because they had no uh, laws in place to tell them either how much they had to pay, what was legal, what wasn't legal, you know, the entire uh, thing there. Coinbase surged 10%, 10.5% at market close, while shares in MicroStrategy posted a 6.4% gain. Blockchain-related exchange-traded funds also enjoyed the market's renewed confidence in crypto. And ProShares Bitcoin Strategy ETF BITO gained 10% and Valkyrie went up by 10% as well. They also talk about other companies who went up by 13%, 11%, and the list continues to go on. As once again, there was nothing scary about this, and I'm not sure exactly why people were afraid, but alas, there's now nothing to be afraid about. On top of that, uh, we have had a large amount of inflation news. I'm pretty sure, depending on where you live, you've seen it yourself, but you may have also seen news articles about it as well. Inflation is here. It's probably here to stay. Uh, of course, because of the current situation that we have going on on the other side of the world, uh, it looks like inflation might even get worse as supply chains begin to break and a number of other countries are issuing sanctions and stopping the usage of petrol and other things from other countries. You know exactly what I'm talking about. It says economists expect con consumer inflation to hit a new 40-year high of 7.8% according to the Dow Jones. Markets have reacted accordingly, and a number of them believe that this may be uh, the actual beginning of the next recession slash depression, depending on how optimistically pessimistic that you might actually be. So that is the first half of the news. The first half being uh, the executive order was signed, Cryptocurrency stocks and crypto companies and crypto-based ETFs have all surged in price. You normally, not always, do you see a stock rising by 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 12% over the course of a six-hour period. Simply just based off of good news, it kind of tends to move its way up over the course of a couple of weeks and or a month, what have you. The second half of the price news, however, it says Bitcoin and Ethereum trim gains... Runes, rune and waves are rallying. Waves, for some reason, as far as I understand it from looking around, I believe, correct me if I'm incorrect, I believe this is an Eastern European coin, if you catch my drift, and therefore this is why that's surging. I, once again, that's as far as I can really understand it. Um, the other part is the cryptocurrency market has fallen. Uh, nearly every single coin except for Rune and Waves, and I think maybe one other really weird one, are down anywhere from 6 to 12%. Yeah. It says Bitcoin falls below 40,000 ahead of red-hot U.S. inflation. Uh, the really weird part, and I mentioned this yesterday in the video as well, and I saw a couple of people, hello out there, in the comment section or on Twitter, uh, trying to explain to me or why they believed or thought why cryptocurrency prices were going down. The really weird part is that it should not be. It doesn't make any sense. We know that inflation is bad. 
We know that the U.S. dollar continues to, they're printing more U.S. dollars than they need to. And this is why the inflation numbers continue to go up. Um, I'm going to try and just skim past all of this because I think it actually is annoying me even more than it maybe should. I am, once again, in it for the long haul. But I also like to see logical movements in the market. Why is it that we know that crypto isn't going to be banned? We have relatively favorable a cryptocurrency law that was signed uh, basically because if you paid attention to all the lobbying that's been happening behind the scenes, it had to be a, a light tap on the, on, on, on the hand. Basically, some type of cryptocurrency regulation and taxation were going to be in there. Crypto stocks and companies are doing extremely well because they have the regulation that they finally wanted. Um, conflicts are going on around the world and other fiat currencies are collapsing. But the cryptocurrency market is once again going back down. I even read something talking about that we could be range bound below $45,000. I mean, for the next like four or five months. And I was like, I really don't understand it. Um, It says Ethereum trims gains. What could spark a fresh increase? The market going up. The market going up could definitely spark a huge um, increase in price. And it says over $200 million worth of crypto was liquidated in the past 24 hours. So um, I think at some point we will eventually move up as a market, but it's not today and it probably won't be tomorrow or for the next couple of weeks because nothing in this market makes any sense. I understand for the stock market, I understand the actual movements of going up and down because it reacts positively and negatively to the idea that the government is going to be printing more money and therefore pumping more money into the system to keep everything afloat. But um, Bitcoin going down on negative US dollar inflation news doesn't make a lot of sense. Bitcoin finally having the regulation that we were told that it wanted and all the industry leaders wanted for a very long time. And their company is going up in price, but the price of the actual... uh, um, Anyway, that's the price news for today. Please feel free to explain to me once again in the comment section uh, why all of this is happening. And I know it may just be a market cycle. I know it may just be a, a weird movement, but market cycles have been broken before. And we've broken out of really weird trends before 2020. Uh, whenever something happened, regardless of any type of uh, negative movements that we had in the market, if we were going to be range bound for a while, if we had really good news that something happened or that a company was thinking about buying Bitcoin, nonetheless, hundreds of companies right now and 300 banks just within the United States alone and 15 physical spot Bitcoin ETFs, all these companies who are buying the actual asset, um, the price continues to go down regardless of what the news is. So um, maybe we need Janet Yellen to once again talk into a microphone because that that seemingly did it. That's what I found the weirdest part of all. Anyway, I'm done rambling. That's the price news for right now. And yeah, let's move on. Also in the news, it says Binance is looking to diversify its business interests. By acquiring companies outside of the scope of cryptocurrency, according to a report from the Financial Times. They said, we want to identify and invest in one or two targets in every economic sector and try to bring them into crypto. This was said by Chang Peng Cao, 
Already holding the title of the world's largest crypto exchange, Binance is aiming to bring in companies from traditional markets in an attempt to further increase broad-scale crypto adoption and diversify its own business. In the interview, Tsao went on to say that nudging traditional companies to embrace crypto will put pressure on the slow movers and increase overall market competition. I, I, I think I've mentioned this maybe once or twice before. I think Binance is and is trying to be both at the same time the Amazon of the cryptocurrency space. I think it's more about a their their vision is absolutely insane, and I say this because Coinbase isn't doing it. Uh, Gemini Twins definitely aren't doing it, and what's the other one? Kraken also they're not in the news as often as Binance's. Binance's acquisitions are absolutely out of control right now. Not in a bad way. It's more of a they know exactly what they're doing. If this actually does go to plan. And they begin to acquire tons of other companies around the world and then integrate them into the cryptocurrency space as well. Binance will be known as the Amazon of crypto. Um, I think it's really fascinating what they're doing. And I and I always question why. Nope, I think I know why. I was going to say I question why the Gemini Twins and the other exchanges based in the United States haven't done anything. It's because they don't have any proper cryptocurrency regulation. That's probably exactly what it was. They don't know the the scope of what they're actually able to do and the companies who they're actually able to acquire. Because if you acquire a company, you figure out that you can't morph them into something crypto. Well, then you've purchased a company for a couple billion dollars and it's worth absolutely nothing to you now because you can't cryptofy it. So, yeah, I expect them. Binance is is extremely wealthy. Like the the company as a whole, I expect them to be. I mean, accumulating a lot of companies and probably even by the end of the year, we're going to hear a lot of names that we know of who are now integrating cryptocurrencies as well but this is also a way to basically if you want to know how it works to become untouchable if you have so much money and you own everything you can kind of do whatever you want so that's the binance news not the most popular news what have you but i i think the the underlying or even reading between or just actually reading the lines uh, I think they're gearing up to make sure that there's no more, no longer a question of if you are regulatorily compliant. A lot of companies do this around the world as well. Let's say you've started a company, but you don't have any of the actual uh, paperwork that you need to get listed on the stock market or any other thing like that. You simply acquire other companies who hold those titles, who hold those charters, who hold that paperwork. And then by de facto, you also then hold them as well. So this is what I think they're going to be doing to make sure that not only are they regulatorily compliant, but they're basically around the world in everything. Very fascinating. And I think very few people are paying attention to what they're doing. Not that it's bad. It's simply, you know, if you believe in capitalism, you know, here we go. Uh, but it's fascinating that they're doing it at such a rapid pace because I think they know exactly where the market is going to go. Yeah, that's the Binance news. And yeah. Let's move on. Also in the news, it says Wall Street banking giant Goldman Sachs is looking to further expand its crypto derivatives offerings. As per the Bloomberg report, Goldman, there we go, I was like Goldman, Goldman is currently looking to explore over-the-counter bilateral crypto options. This will make Goldman one of the first Wall Street giants to offer a wide range of crypto derivatives to institutional clients. These bilateral options basically allow the customization of trade so that crypto holders such as hedge funds as well as Bitcoin miners 
can hedge risks or boost yields. The crypto options market is in its early stages and dominated by a few players such as Galaxy Digital Holdings. On the other hand, Goldman already holds some experience in offering crypto derivatives products as it has already offered Bitcoin and Ether futures and options since last year. This is just another way for them to continue to get deeper into the cryptocurrency market as long as they do not have complete access to a physical spot Bitcoin ETF. They're going to continue offering things like this. Once again, you as a major bank, you don't offer things like this unless people have actually explicitly said, hey, we would like to have access to uh, certain products such as this. So um, it makes me always wonder exactly how much money is floating in the cryptocurrency market, especially behind the scenes, because you have to really think about what it takes for a major bank like this and JP Morgan Chase to actually... I use the term bend the knee and not a lot, but you understand what I'm saying. For them to actually succumb and to say, okay, fine, this is an industry that we ourselves cannot control explicitly and we have to get into it because we see that there's tons of money to be made and therefore we have to begin offering products for it as well. So that's the Goldman Sachs news. Nothing uh, spectacularly weird as we know that they're in the cryptocurrency market. They also just recently announced, what is it? They're holding Ether or they're doing something with Ether relatively uh, recently, so no surprise there. That's the Goldman Sachs news. And yeah, let's move on. Now, the the next round of news... So, first of all, period. Uh, that was all the cryptocurrency news. The majority, and I mean nearly all the news that I looked around for was just the Joe Biden signing. I mean, that was really it. Um, everything else in the news was Joe Biden signing, uh, the cryptocurrency stocks doing extremely well, the cryptocurrency market going down. And there was one other thing. Ah, it was it was random altcoin news like, can Solana continue to go up after going down? Will Cardano? It was these really weird articles and a bunch of other things about like new... Um, cryptocurrencies that are also going to be coming out. That was it. The entire news of the day was basically overtaken by the Joe Biden thing and the success of finally having cryptocurrency regulations. The other really weird part is that I kept on seeing this one pop up as well. Uh, for those of you who aren't looking at the screen, it says Robert Kiyosaki has said, we are in the biggest bubble in world history. He warned about governments seizing all cryptocurrencies. So I'm going to tell you, listen, when I first got into finance many years ago, I tried to do a lot of research um, about the past. I think knowing about the past is very important if you want to try and get into the future. I know that sounds very cheesy, but you have to know what people did before you, what mistakes they made so that you don't make their exact same mistakes. This is why history is very important, regardless of people not liking history in school. One of the major things that I consistently saw for a very long time is that since the 19, say 1940s in the United States, there were a number of people who continuously came forward all the time. And I mean, it was every five years or so, and these people always got very, very popular. They would basically stand on a, on a soapbox, a wooden box, and scream as loud as possible saying, the government is coming for your money. Hide it under your mattresses. The government's coming for your silver. Hide it inside of your freezer. 
The government's coming for your gold. Dig it in the dig a hole in your backyard and store your gold there. And I know a lot of you are probably chuckling or your family members behind you are chuckling because they've heard all that before as well. They've all gone through it. My grandmother told me stories about that. They used to have to hide money under their mattresses. Why? Because someone else had told them that the government at some point was going to burst into their homes and take their money. Other people hid their money in the backyard, their gold jewels. A lot of people used to hide them inside of the freezer as well. That was also a very weird thing. A lot of people used to hide their jewels and other things inside of uh, bags of flour or other places around the house where they simply thought people who would confiscate their goods would not be able to find them. Um, I've seen quite recently, now this is all my opinion, um, Robert Kiyosaki has been in the news for a very long time, especially within the cryptocurrency space. If the name sounds familiar to you, he's the guy who wrote the book uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. I read the book myself twice. Simply because everyone kept on telling me when they found out that I was into finance, you got to read this book. It's the greatest book in the entire world. It talks so much about money and yada, yada, yada. You're going to love it because you like to make money. Cool. Um, I read the book and I realized that it was fake immediately. Absolutely. From the very beginning, nothing about the book actually made sense. There were so many inconsistencies in the book. And I tried explaining to other people that it was also fake. And they were like, no, the book definitely isn't fake because he's talking about his rich dad. and He also has a poor dad. If you actually look through, I mean, read some articles. I even have a couple over here uh, basically to show you, not even to whatever. The point is, He's causing so much fear amongst people in the cryptocurrency market. When the cryptocurrency market is doing exceedingly well, he tends to pop his head out and basically tell other people how great the cryptocurrency market is and that they should be buying it over anything else. The really weird part is that even before 2017, he had never even touched the cryptocurrency market and he was telling people that they needed to buy tons of gold because cryptocurrency wasn't it and therefore they had to buy gold to be able to protect their wealth. But now he switched over to Bitcoin which is totally whatever. But the entire idea that I find it wrong that you would go around telling people that especially after the entire Joe Biden thing that just happened like a day ago, now he's trying to scare people telling them that their cryptocurrencies are going to be confiscated, that people are going to come in the night and literally take their computers or their USB keys. The actual mathematical scope of that happening is near impossible. Do you understand how many people you would need to infiltrate 350 million homes and to know exactly which device or which cryptocurrencies you would have to take? It seems a bit illogical. Um, anyway, this was one of the things that was also floating around. I thought I, I re was really close to not even talking about it because he's done stuff like this before. Where he's mentioned, I mean, a lot of times he he's seen Bitcoin going to 3.579399 billion million dollars in like a nine week period, telling people to buy as much as possible. But then when the price goes down, he equates it to government rules and other things like that. So um, just try to, I don't know what what I'm even really trying to say here. The point of the matter is, um, no. No one's coming to seize your cryptocurrencies. And if you are really actually terrified about this, and I mean this in the nicest way, buy a hardware wallet, buy a ledger, store your cryptocurrencies somewhere else, put them in a bank vault, put them in a safe somewhere so that there's no risk of that happening. Put it in your mattress, put it in your freezer. Don't put it in your freezer because I'm pretty sure that definitely will destroy it. But you understand what I'm saying. Um, 
I do believe that we are in a gigantic bubble. That makes a lot of sense. But this paranoia really has to end within the cryptocurrency space. I'm not sure why so many people in crypto think that they exclusively are so special that the government is just coming for them, but they're not. Like, I mean, exclusively you. If, if, if you are thinking that I'm talking about you, I'm talking about you then. The government doesn't care about you. They just simply want you to live as long as possible so that you can continue paying them taxes. That's all they really care about. That's what it basically comes down to. Anyway, that's the Robert Kiyosaki news. Um, ha- have a look for yourself. If you look at the actual inconsistencies in the book, this is once again my opinion. And also other articles that people have written. They've actually, if, if you read the book before, one of the really main talking points was that uh, he said that his rich dad was this guy uh, who owned many properties across Hawaii and he had this and he had that. Uh, he names all the places that this man owned. Uh, there was never anyone on any title, any deed, any contract who actually owned any of the any of these multiple properties. We know who actually owned these properties, and it was like five or six different people. Weird, right? Um, that's the Robert Kiyosaki news. Moving on. Also in the news today, now this one was actually quite popular. I've gone over this before. Um, I told you all from the very beginning, I tried to talk nicely about Tron multiple times, but I told you that it was absolute and complete garbage, regardless of how many of you screamed at me before or not even here listening to me anymore because you've uh, gotten tired of me talking FUD about Tron. There are a lot of accusations that have been floating around about a, about a couple of people in the cryptocurrency space over the last week or two. Uh, one of the more popular ones at the moment in the cryptocurrency news is about um, Justin Sun, who is the guy who created Tron. Uh, People have been writing a number of articles and things about him, uh, allegedly stating, allegedly, that he's been using Tron and a number of other acquisitions to basically launder money around the world. Uh, It was alleged that he purchased um, BitTorrent about, was it a couple of years ago, for over $100 million dollars. And that he allegedly used money from there to basically uh, launder money through different systems. Um, of course, he has denied all the accusations, as one would uh, assume. Here's the actual article right here. But a lot of them have been coming out as of late. Um, if you get a chance, go read these for yourself. Uh, I find... Hmm, how do I say this? Remember years ago, or even now, I'll, I'll tell you this in a, a now, like in this moment. A lot of people keep creating cryptocurrencies as a way to basically get other people to buy their products. You basically say, here's a new coin. It's called Acorn. It's called Acorn because when you crack it open, there's a nut inside. And basically, that nut is the actual blockchain. The actual Acorn around it, the shell, that is another layered solution that we are going to be building called Shell Sheldon, Shell, shell Something. And you keep building up this story over and over and over. And I tell people, and I've told people, and I will tell you right now, there's a reason why we keep hearing. Remember, stop. There's a reason why we keep hearing that companies and institutions are just accumulating Bitcoin and Ethereum. Ethereum and Bitcoin, Bitcoin and Ethereum. Do you remember a number of years ago when all the companies, when when Bitcoin Cash had first come out and I told you, I basically said, stay away from it because something is not right with it. And then we got news that all the transaction volume for Bitcoin Cash, I think it was 90% of the transaction volume was coming from 
was it a weather app? No, no, no. That was BSV. Bitcoin Cash, I think it was. There were two addresses that were sending uh, transactions back and forth to each other through a robot tens of thousands of times today to make it seem as if there were more transactions actually happening on the network. To, to finish a long story, because I can go on for hours talking about this, like actual hours. Try to pay attention to where you put your money. I know it's very alluring for you to see a brand new coin, for something to sound good, to something to sound amazing, and you put your money into it. But if you, the, the one main thing, I'm not a, a coder myself. I cannot code. I tried learning coding before and it was not for my brain. So I try to look for people in the industry who actually can code and who look at these projects and say something's wrong, something's not really right, this isn't going to completely work. Do you remember years ago when we also had that for um, IOTA? IOTA, for those of you who don't know, was meant to be the rival to Ripple, NXRP, and to Lumens. It was meant to be this brand new tangles, yo, yeah, so-and-so-and-so thing. And I was, and then all the developers, because it's not just the people who are making these blockchains, everyone's simply using them. There are thousands of people behind the scenes who dig through the code because they are coders. Like of this, this is a digital space. So they look through all of it and they were like, something's not right. Like this doesn't actually work how people say that it's going to work. And then people figured out two years later, allegedly, that it did not work as they said it was not going to. Anyway, the point is, so um, as of right now, this is floating around I expect to hear more about this simply because something seems off, at least to me. All the acquisitions, all the money that's been floating around, all the high uh, asset purchases. Remember the news that we also had a long time ago? Uh, you can also look this one up as well. Um, when, when when Tron first launched, it uh, allegedly... Justin Sun said that he knew Jack Ma, who was the one of the richest people on the planet at the time. I think he's also from China. He said that they were friends or they knew each other. Allegedly, they had a communications. They were yada, yada, yada. And what he used was a... Justin Sun used a photo of him graduating from a school that was funded by Jack Ma, who I think had to hand the actual diplomas to these people when they graduated. And that was what he used as saying like, hey, you know, we are... Uh, kind of close friends. It was also the other thing. Remember when they were trying to find a um, an office in San Francisco, and he was like, "Yeah, we just bought a whole building, allegedly, or something in San Francisco." And then somebody zoomed out because they they recognized the photo, and they were, I, I think they were, what was it? They were renting a corner office, like inside of an office in San Francisco that had a view of the Golden Gate Bridge. So. I've said it for a long time, something seems amiss, but alas, take it how you will. This was also, and will probably continue to be very popular news for a very long time. Also, don't forget that video, um, what's that guy? Uh, what, Bitcoin, what Bitcoin did podcast, this was in 2018 or 2019, there was a party somewhere and all the big crypto figures were there. Um, someone had been consuming a little bit too much liquid and therefore was acting a bit strange and and that guy from what bitcoin did podcast went up to him and justin sun was like um yeah everybody buy my um sht coin buy it buy it buy it buy my sht coin and i was like uh-huh you, you can find that video as well like type in justin sun buy my coin you'll find it all righty Let's move on. I, I told you, like, this this, this industry is so weird, but this happens across the entire scope of things. This happened even during the very beginning, very beginning, air quotes, of the internet. 
around the late 80s, 80s, late uh, 90s, early 2000s, there were tons of people who got into the industry as just like hype men. They were there simply to try and hype other people up to make as much money as they possibly could. And then they end up, anyway, anyway, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. This market's weird. As always, a very special thank you to my Patreon supporters. Uh, whoa, why did I scroll down like that? GBU Wally, formerly known as Professor Wally. Bubble Mode, How's Life Austin, Auspicious Agile and Blockchain, Jamie Saad, Blockchain Simplified, and Let's Move On, Empire Queen, Fud Wiser, Roman Geba, Bitcoin Ben Arachno, Dave, Tony Ambrosky, The Dealer's Den, Captain Something in the Z-Way Lay, Mo Barazzi, VB Nerd 21, Miguel Grolet, Lauren De Silva, Quoted Biddy, Troy, All Good, Space Case, Need a Miracle, Paternoster, Navarro Williams, Utopia 569, Moonman High, XRP, Martin Stoyer, Nostromo, John Sarson, The Anima Reader, Ibibliophobia, Todd Mullis, Adam Grasick, Wise Night Owl, 242 to the World, Bankroll Network, Crypto Artist, Cody 3 d Setsuna, Richie Richard III, Paxis, Nick Mangialavori, Jim Gardner, Jeremy Fox, Minting Coins, Yes to Crypto, Bodie McBoatface, Anytime Fitness Mongs Corner Staff, Bake Me a Cake, Tigger Ramacho Nisa, On Crypto with Lionel, and Crayola Michelle URL. Thank you all very, very much for your continued support. Thank you to everyone who has left a like, who has commented, or who has subscribed. Um, yeah, at the moment, I was thinking of um, asking you to write something in the comment section, but I my brain isn't that quick. I, I can't even think of what to say in the comment section. At the moment, Bitcoin is down by 6.7%. It is at $39,000 once again. But even the movement upward, which happened somewhere around here, was weird because we were also trending completely sideways. Like Bitcoin keeps having these moments where it goes up. And then we move sideways for days and then it goes down and then we move sideways and it goes up and we move sideways over and over and over. Ethereum is at 2,600. It is down by 5%. Solana is down by 6%. Anything else crazy? Anything else up? Internet computers down by 7. Phantom is down by 10. Monero is down by 10 as well. Waves is up by 24%. Uh, I... Once again, I would understand the enthusiasm of using a coin that I believe comes from that country. I think this is what it is from what I've read. But how many people are are accepting waves? How many people are using waves? How many people like how many places can you spend waves? It doesn't the logic here never really adds up. If people are buying this in support of something, that I totally understand. But I would assume that a 24% rise in price would indicate that people are buying it to be able to use it or to be able to house their money in some sort of a safe way. Where are you taking your fiat currencies to, putting it into waves and then spending it? Lack of logic across the entire board. Um, Yeah, so the cryptocurrencies market is down. Maybe this is like the movement back up right here. Maybe we're about to see some... Really good gains, but as it stands right now, um, no. I do hope you all enjoyed, kind of. I do hope you all are having a great day, a great morning, a great afternoon, a great evening, wherever you are, wherever you might be. I do hope that it is absolutely fantastic. Thank you all once again for watching and or listening, and I will most certainly be talking to you all soon. See you.